The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial 1380 AM. And of course, you can listen to us on WNRI.com. I am Joe. I'm your host. I work at Remax Preferred. We have offices in North Providence and Pawtucket, as well as uh, sister offices in Smithfield, North Smithfield, and Cumberland, my hometown. Uh, I work with my partner, Don Morano. Uh, we're both licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, and we work with buyers and sellers of residential and commercial real estate. Um, Buyers and sellers of commercial real estate. Many times, it, one person will be a seller and a buyer because they're selling one home. And this is definitely a seller's market right now because there is not enough inventory to match the demands or the needs or the wants of all of the buyers that are out there. This is a system. This is a, a, um, a pattern. This is a status that has uh, existed for a few years right now and it's what keeps fueling the tight real estate market basic economics more demand than there is supply so prices go up uh, stay the same or in any event don't decrease don't go down okay um we talked a little bit last week about what's going on in the market and are prices starting to uh, drop? Is the market going to correct? The data does not support that. Okay, now we only know we look back. So if we look back at the past few months, um, we can see that home prices are still appreciating. They're still going up compared to one year ago. All right, so if you look at August of 2021 compared to August of 2020, you'll notice that the prices are higher. And the same thing in September, the same thing in October. And I believe we do we have the December numbers out yet? No. Are you November numbers out yet? No, not yet. November numbers are not out yet. But uh, the most recent data that we have is for the uh, month of October. So if we're looking at single-family homes that sold in the month of October this year compared to October of last year, all right, uh, the median price was 377 this year. Last year was 335 September this year, 385 Last year, 339 August, the price was 390 Last year was 333. 
Now, if you'll notice that then the prices from August to September to October, they are declining. That is a normal or that that's not an uncommon trajectory. Okay. Um, last year, the numbers were pretty much the same. They were in about $4,000 uh, range from month to month. But uh, this year, they did decrease. The amount of equity accumulation, so the rate at which the prices have been increasing, um, has also um, has also diminished. It's not increasing at as great a rate of... Uh, as it was previously. So in October, the prices were 12.69% higher than they were in October of 2020. In September of this year, the prices were 13.25% higher than they were in 2020. And in August, the prices were 17% higher than they were in 2020. So the equity accumulation, that rate is declining. Okay. If you look back at 2019, okay, the prices went from August to October also declined. Um, and the, the, um, the, the price, excuse me, the, I lost my, lost my place here. The prices also uh, declined as well from August to October. And the rate of change, the, in, the equity accumulation also declined from August to October. So this time of year, my point is that generally there are going to be there is a natural slowing down of equity accumulation, also known as price increases, and the number of buyers who are looking to buy homes. So the pendings and the um, you know the number the sold and the pendings also will fluctuate accordingly. What does that mean? Does that mean that we're going to continue to see this decline in prices through the winter? Again, comparing October to November is not a good comparison. You have to look at year over year because the buying patterns in October are different than they are in November, which are different than, they, than December. Typically in December, you have fewer buyers because people are all caught up in the holidays. Okay, so they're not going to. There aren't as many people out looking to buy homes. There aren't as many people who are willing to put their homes on the market. Now, does the number of homes for sale drop at the same rate as the number of buyers? Usually, that's not the case, in my uh, personal observation. So, what does that mean? Are prices going to drop? No. When you look at year over year, what's going to happen, prices are going to continue to increase. They're just going to increase at a slower rate, a, um, a lower percentage. So instead of getting increases of 17, 13, 12.5%, maybe uh, in November, December, January of 2022, we're going to look at increases of 10, 9, and 8%. Okay, still accumulating equity, but there still will be more buyers than sellers. Okay, so that means the market is healthy. You know, a lot of times the market is like a pendulum. It goes from one extreme to the other, and then slowly things settle out in the middle. And that's what's happening now. We, 10, 15 years ago, we went to the, you know, really negative market circumstances. 
Then it came back and we went to really positive market circumstances where, you know, annual increases in equity accumulation of 15 to 20 percent were the norm for a few years running. Um, and now things are settling out. So we're probably, by the end of next year, going to have equity accumulation at a rate of around under 5%. So 3 4 5%, which is healthy. It's not um, an irrational exuberance, to steal a, a quote from former federal chairman Greenspan of about uh, 20 years ago. You know... Back in the 15 years ago, we had irrational exuberance where people were spending too, too much money on houses. Now we have, um, it's, it's settling out, okay? Five months ago, people were, I tell everyone, they were coming in to buy houses like their pants were on fire and they were going to be homeless tomorrow. They would walk through a house, look around quickly and say, I want to put an offer in. They weren't being very thoughtful, very circumspect. About it now, people are actually taking the time to look at multiple houses and contemplating whether they really want this house or should they wait a little longer. In June, people they they needed to buy a house today, or, or you know the world was going to end tomorrow. And of course, a lot of times they felt that way because they waited forty five minutes to get into the house during an open house because there were lines. All right. Is this demand going to continue? Yes. Why? Because we have buyers. We have buyers, you know. So what I suggest is if you are thinking about getting ready to buy a home in six months, in a year, what you need to do now in this intervening period is prepare yourself so you can be as strong a buyer as possible. Do whatever you can to reduce your debt. Pay down those credit card bills. Get, if you don't have enough credit, get some credit. Build up credit. Okay? Um, talk with a... For, give a call to a realtor. Okay, yours truly, Joe Luca from the Luca and Murano team at REMAX. 401-232-4300. That's our number. That's our team number. And we will connect you with a lender like John Dolbeck of the... Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. They are one of the great sponsors of this show. 401-321-4401 is John's number. But we will connect you with a lender like John and say, listen, John, tell them what they need to do to improve their credit profile so they can get the lowest interest rate possible. Okay. Because use the time wisely. If you're not going to buy a house until the spring or the summer or next fall, use this time to prepare yourself as a buyer so you can get the lowest interest rate possible. You know, I had a closing last Thursday and the buyer received an interest rate of 2.875 on a multifamily. Okay. You, those rates, you cannot get those rates anymore. I'm looking right now, 30-year fixed rate, the lowest I see is a 3.125, and this is paying um, one point, um, almost a little over one and a half points, okay? So you're actually buying that rate down. If you don't buy that rate down, your rate is going to be higher. Let's see what they have, if they have anything with no points. 
Yeah, they don't have anything with no. Okay, no points in your. Um, yeah, they don't have anything on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage with no points on uh, at bankrate.com. But interest rates are going up, so you want to do whatever you can to improve your credit profile so that you will get the lowest interest rate possible. Now, the lowest, the rock-bottom lowest interest rate is for a single-family home that's owner-occupied, where you're putting 20% down, and you have great credit. Okay, also known as the prime rate. Every deviation from that pushes your rate a little higher. Oh, you don't have great credit, your rate's going to be a little higher. Oh, you don't have 20% down, your rate's going to be a little higher. Oh, you, uh, you're buying a, a multifamily, not a single family, the rate's a little higher. You're buying a condo, the rate's a little higher. It's an investment property, the rate's a little higher. Okay, all of these things impact it. So if you are buying a three-family property, you have so-so credit, you don't have much to put down, and you're not going to live there, you're going to get a pretty high rate. Now, what is a high rate? That's all relative because the historic average for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, if you listen to this show, you know it's 8%. If you're buying a multifamily property today and you don't have good credit and you're not putting 20% down, Maybe you're going to be at half of that or a little bit more than half that historic average for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Okay. Rates are still really low. Now, if you could get, if you had better credit and maybe instead of getting a 4.125, you get a 3.85, that's going to save you a lot of money over the 30 years of that, the 30-year term of that mortgage. And that's what you have to look at. All right, folks, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 FM, 1380 AM, and WNRI.com. I want to thank our sponsors. Of course, we have John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, 401-321-4401. Folks, if you think you may be paying too much for your mortgage, give John a call. If you think you may want to refinance to buy another house get a down payment for a vacation home something like that give john a call 401-321-4401 he'll hook you up our other sponsors george metz gmetz moving in storage uh george is a great guy move friends family my partner don morano gmetz does it right 401-383-6399 401-383-6399. We refer all of our buyers to GMETs Moving and Storage. Now, some people say, well, I can't afford to move, you know, to hire a mover. They cost a lot of money. Well, they're not cheap, but I'll tell you, they don't cost a lot of money when you compare it to the potential risk. Okay, you just, you drop that piece of furniture on the floor and it breaks or it dents, puts a hole in the wall. Or you slip and you hurt your back pull a muscle all right the medical bills from hurting you know damaging your back or pulling ripping you know uh, uh, your biceps muscle will far exceed the cost of paying gmets moving in storage to move you from your home to a new home 401-383-6399 they can also 
store your belongings. So if you're having work done at the house, you don't want all, all of your furniture to get dirty or you want to get it out of the way, 401 3836399. Call GMET's Moving and Storage. Mention the Joe Luca Real Estate Show, and they'll take care of you. They took care of my parents. They took care of my partner. They took care of our clients. They do it right. And of course, the closing and escrow company extraordinaire, Beacon Title and Escrow. Anthony Betancourt, managing partner. Rich Nicholson is the owner, the attorney partner. Uh, and they do it right. They explain everything to our clients, whether they're buying or selling. And they're so good, sometimes they will represent the buyer and the seller. And they explain everything. You know, there are too many closing uh, companies out there, closing and escrow companies, that it's like, um, it's like a factory. They just move them in, move them out, move them in, move them out. And you sit down and you, they just say, okay, sign here, initial here, this is what this is, this is what that is. They don't explain anything. And even if you've bought a home before, the paperwork changes. You need to know what you're signing up for when you're signing a document, initialing a page that is going to impact the next 30 years of your life potentially. Okay? You got to do that. All right. 401. Well, actually, you don't need Beacon Titles number because you're going to call me, Joe Luca, and Don Morano of the Luca and Morano team, 401. 232-4300 because then we'll connect you with them after we put a house under agreement for you. Okay. And what's great is, you know, I was talking to Don, my partner today, and, you know, the, the closing is really one of the most important parts of the transactions because it's your final experience. You're buying a house, you're selling a house. That's the last thing you do. So it's important that that experience be a positive experience. And I never have to worry that my clients, whether they're buyers or sellers, are, are not going to have a positive experience with Beacon Title and Escrow. They take care of them. They're thorough. You know, I, I, we just had a closing and I thought I saw something that was missing on the settlement sheet. So I actually, I, you know, reached out to Anthony Betancourt and say, hey, Anthony, I, what, you know, I think this number's missing here. What happened with those fees? Did, did they get paid? No, no, here they are. And he sent me a copy of the closing document, and I don't know if I didn't have my eyes open or what, but it was clear as day right there. Clarity. He provides clarity. Answers questions. Takes care of things. There was something else that it looked like the sellers didn't uh, report rental payments accurately. Anthony followed up. The sellers are now going to take care of that. It was a mistake. They realized it. They said, no problem. We'll, we'll, we'll send the, the new owner the money's owed. But Anthony follows through like that. And that's why we like all of our vendor partners, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team, GMET's Moving and Storage, Beacon Title and Escrow. They represent the Luca and Murano team. They're an extension of us. So we need them to do a good job to be ethical, professional, and they are. And we're very fortunate that they sponsor the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. So if you have any of the needs that uh, have to do with moving or financing or um, escrow and title, give them a call. Okay. It's about 25 minutes past the hour. We're talking about the real estate market and how if you think you're going to be ready, buying a house in six months or a year, start preparing yourself now. Take the steps necessary because... Anything you can do to be approved for 
a lower interest rate will save you money over the long term. Okay. Now, if you're a seller, you think you might be selling. Question number one is, if you sell, where are you going? Are you going to have to buy another house? Okay. The answer to that is yes. Revert back to the previous segment on the show about buyers. Do whatever you can to increase your credit score. Improve your credit profile. Okay. And we have programs to help you do that. So just reach out, 401-232-4300, to the Luca and Murano team. And we will put you on a program, a system, to help you improve your credit. But you want to sell your house, and some of the things you want to do, you don't know where to start. It's overwhelming. Do I start on the inside, the outside, the landscaping? How much should I spend? These are all valid questions. Many times, home sellers don't even know what questions to ask. And then if they do know what questions to ask, where do I start? What's the most important thing? Okay, because, oh, my bathroom is outdated. The colors aren't in style, quote-unquote. Do I put new carpets in? These are all valid questions. These are all questions that deserve an answer, and the answer may be different for different people. That's why you need to consult with an experienced realtor, real estate professional. 401-232-4300. Joe Luca and Don Morano with the Luca and Morano team. We will provide you with guidance and help you prioritize what you should do to prepare your home for sale. It may not be the same for two similar houses because it, every seller has a different game plan. Is seller one selling their house because they had, they're a single spouse, their spouse passed away? Is it a divorce situation? Are they empty nesters? Are they step-up home buyer or home sellers where they need to sell one house and get a bigger house because they have more, their family is growing? They're relocating for a job change. Okay. All, so all of these scenarios will will be a reason to give a different answer to that question. All right? You know, um, people can make mistakes in real estate that that aren't... um, It's not the end of the world when you make a mistake in real estate because you can can most of the time recover from it. But wouldn't you want to not make the mistake because a minor mistake in real estate can cost you tens of thousands of dollars. Meaning you could either be spending money you don't need to spend, not pricing your home properly, not presenting your home properly. All of these things can make a difference. Okay. You know, every house, if they're used houses, every house needs something. So what you need to understand is that this should be fixed. This, yeah, maybe needs to be fixed, but I don't have to fix it in order to sell the house. There are some things that need to be addressed so the house can qualify for mortgages. All right, for an FHA mortgage. There are other things you can let slide. All right. One of the things you want to make sure that you want to uh, determine 
is not a problem is you want to make sure that all of the systems of the house are performing adequately. Your roofing system, you don't want water leaking into the house. You don't want shingles, uh, evidence that shingles have blown off. You want to make sure your plumbing system is working as it should. Okay, this just this past week I had a, I got a call from my wife. I was at work and she's uh, giving me a FaceTime call showing water squirting out from one of the copper pipes in the basement. I was like, oh boy, what's that? So, you know, we need to get it fixed. So I have well water, apparently. Uh, there are some minerals in the water and well water that can eat through solder, which connects ho- copper pipes together, and that's what happened with me. So I had to have uh, my handyman, my contractor, come over and uh, make the repair for me. You know, came over Johnny on the spot, Glenn Gerard, GRG Properties. Uh, they do a great job with um, you know plumbing work. He's doing some work for um, some clients of mine. He also does, uh, actually, they do driveway seal coating as well. So he has a couple of different divisions. Um, they do a great job. That's GRG Properties. But So I called him up, and he came over and took care of the problem for me. That's something that you want. You don't want something like that to fester. Okay, that's a problem. So, And now I also know that I need to do something so that I don't have those minerals coming into the pipes in my home and dissolving more solder because if it's dissolving joints, let's say, in the walls or on the second floor, that could be really problematic. So now I have to do some research on getting a new or a getting a filter for the house, a whole house filter. All right. Um, but these are the types of things you want to do or maybe you don't want to do to prepare your home for sale. Now, would I recommend if someone's going to be selling their house that they invest $5,000 in a whole house filter or whatever that number is? Not necessarily, because it's not going to add value to the house. Now, if the water were not drinkable, yes, then I would suggest you do that. But not from my situation, just because there are minerals that dissolve the solder in pipes. I might be using the wrong term, the flux, whatever that silver stuff is. Um, I would not advise it for that. Okay. However, if you have a ratty old front door, paint's peeling, the windows are all faded, or the glazing on them isn't nice, I might tell you, spend some money on a new front door, because whatever you spend on that front door, it will increase the value of your home by a bigger number. Again, first impressions are very important. Curb appeal is very important. Now, does that mean you should paint the whole house? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. We'd have to look at the house in in a specific situation. If you just have some peeling paint, maybe all you have to do is just scrape that off and sand it and then repaint over it. Different situation for different buyers for different homes in different areas okay these are the things that you want to be aware of when you're getting ready to put your home on the market you know one of the things i try to do is i know what my limitations are when it comes to fixing things or trying to fix things and i know what my limitations are 
when it comes to knowledge. There are certain things I don't know a lot about. You know, it has to do with, uh, you know, data analytics for marketing and advertising. You know what? I will leave that to the professionals and let them tell me what, what we need to do. However, I am the professional when it comes to real estate. My partner, Don Morano, is a professional when it comes to real estate. You know, we focus our most, most of our marketing efforts on where our office is and where Don lives in North Providence. And, of course, me, I live in Cumberland. So the Cumberland and Woonsocket area, we focus on these areas. Cumberland, Woonsocket, North Providence. I grew up in North Providence. I live in Cumberland. I spend a lot of time in Woonsocket. I know this market. It's important to work with someone who knows the market where your home is. Okay, if you called me and said, Joe, I want to sell my house in Lunenburg, Massachusetts, I'm probably not the best guy. So I would refer you to a friend of mine who covers that market and knows it like the back of her hand. Okay, it's important to work with people who have market knowledge, who understand what buyers are looking for. Okay. And who has a sense of where the market is, where it's been, and where it's going. All right. You've heard me say before, real estate, being a realtor is not a job. It's, it's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. Everything I do revolves around real estate. Everything I look at is from the perspective of a realtor. And it's something everybody is interested in talking about. You know, I go to my daughter's soccer game. They were talking, people just were talking about real estate. People are like, oh, what's going on with the market? Is my house going to go up in value? Is it going to go down in value? What are interest rates doing? All right. Now, I am not a prognosticator. I can't foretell what's going to happen. But I know, I understand economics. I understand the fundamentals of the real estate industry. And I can provide an opinion based on historical precedent and my experience and then my gut feeling based on my experience having been through several business cycles of where the market is going and if anyone is you know keeping track this we're just wrapping up seven years on the air at the joe luca real estate show and my observations have not yet been wrong my I don't want to use the word forecast, but my um, speculation about where the market is going or not going over the past seven years have been accurate. And that's usually because I consult with, I refer to real smart people who all they do is study real estate data. Like Dr. Lawrence Yun chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. Economists at Realtor.com. I consult with these folks, read what they say. They send me emails. I correspond with them on LinkedIn. So that's kind of getting the most raw, up-to-date data as possible. And based on my understanding of the real estate market in Northern Rhode Island. You know, Rhode Island is a very small state, but it's really interesting how the real estate market can deviate 
from one community or from one neighborhood to another. You know, you look at what multifamily homes are selling for in Central Falls and how much they've increased there compared to other communities where they, the prices may not have increased like that. Okay. Um, I just want to pull something out right now for, let's see, let me go to and look up some sales data by town. Okay. So if we're looking at, let's say, in northern Rhode Island, okay, um, let's see, these are single-family home sales. And in Central Falls, okay, all right, Central Falls actually in October 21 compared to October 20. All right, well, they didn't have any single-family home sales in this year, but they had three last year, so the number went down. Let's see if I can find something on multifamily. Let's see, by town. Oh, no, you know what? They only have... <clears throat> All right, so multifamily home sales in Central Falls. 23 sold this year, and then last year... 20 sold for multifamily. Okay, it was a 15% increase. Price was up to 375 from 306. Okay, 375 from 306. That's a big jump. That's a big jump. Okay, now if you compare that to, so just for perspective, that is a 30% increase. That's Central Falls. Lincoln, one town over, great town, great schools had an increase of 6.94%. All right. Not many people would predict that the increase in the sales price of a home in Central Falls, I'm sorry, I misspoke, 22.35 in Central Falls, 6.94 in Lincoln. Pawtucket had an increase of 30%. Okay. If you're comparing when Socket had an increase of 21%, 21.43% increase in multi the sales price of a multifamily home in Woonsocket from 21 from um, the third quarter of 21 compared to the third quarter of 2020. All right, let's see. Cumberland, the number was an increase of 14.8%. So look at Situate, the price went down 17%. Look at Smithfield, the price went down 17, uh, 20%. So even within a small state like Rhode Island, and looking at the multifamily home prices, there's a lot of variation from one community to the next. And now Situate and Smithfield are two top-shelf communities in the state of Rhode Island. And then, of course, Lincoln and Cumberland do well also. But neither, none of these towns compare favorably to Pawtucket and Central Falls when it comes to pricing on multifamily homes. Okay, so it's important to understand that when pricing a home. It's important to understand that when putting a house on the market. It's important to understand that when working with a buyer who may not care where they live. They just need to get a three-family home with two bedrooms per floor or three bedrooms per floor. That's why you need to work with an experienced realtor 
who understands the market, who understands what buyers are looking for. Buyers who want to be in Central Falls want to be in Central Falls. You're not going to sell them a home in Woonsocket. Okay. Being able to prepare ahead of time, six months in advance or more, before you put your house on the market, is going to help you get more value, more dollars from the transaction. You know, they used to say, uh, when I, my teacher in high school, if fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Now, you're not going to fail if you don't prepare your home for sale, but you're not going to make as much money as possible, and it could cost you a lot of money, thousands upon thousands of dollars. So the simple thing to do is call a realtor. Of course, your humble host, Joe Luca, at the Luca and Murano team, 401-232-4300. That's our number. You can also send us a text at that number, 401-232-4300. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Answer any questions you have. Sometimes I know some folks like, oh, I don't want to talk to a real estate agent. I don't want to talk to a realtor. But I want to find out how much my house is worth. Let me just go online and plug, plug in the numbers. Well, you know, when you're going and doing that, maybe you can get a good idea. But if they don't know, if they're using data, sales data on a house that is next to a cemetery or train, you know, train tracks or next to a sewage plant, sewage treatment plant. And using the data, the sales data from a house in those locations compared to a house that was sold in a solid, plat, middle class, plat, you're going to get two, that you should get two entirely different values. However, if it's a computer that's doing it online, that's probably not going to be the case. So it may give you an idea that, okay, within a 30 or 40% range what your house is worth. But most people want to get a better idea. So the only way to do that is to talk to a, a real live person and have them do the research because they can look at where your house is, look at your house, ask questions about your house. Oh, you, oh so you added a second floor on. Okay, the public information doesn't reflect that. So your house may be worth more. Oh, you finished the basement. Okay. Oh, the public information doesn't reflect that, so your house may be undervalued. Okay. These are all things that make a big difference. And look, I'm saying a big difference. It could be ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars of difference. Put a new roof on. That's a real positive. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, so it makes it's common sense. Work with a realtor when you're getting you're starting the process to do your research to prepare your home for sale. You know, Don and I are very conscientious. We're diligent. We're knowledgeable. We're experienced. Um, and we're very passionate about our jobs and providing good information. We're very good at assessing or determining the value of a home and selling it for that value. You know, some people will say, oh, I put my house on the market and it sold for ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 more than, I, than it was priced at. Okay, that, that's great, but I wonder if it was just ten dollars or $20,000 underpriced. 
which is a strategy. You know, sometimes I've done that where you put a house a little bit below fair market value. That way you get more interest. However, where we are today in the market, you really don't need to do any to do that to get uh, more interest in your home. Because there are already too many buyers for the homes that are on the market. Okay. So, it's important to work with someone who knows what they're doing. Knows the lay of the land, literally and figuratively. Literally and figuratively. There's so much more you need to know. Okay. School district. The fiscal health of a municipality. Taxes, where they're going up, where they're going down. What's their bonded, their bond rating? You know, I try to discourage folks from going into uh, Connecticut right now because they have an eighty billion dollar unfunded pension liability. How is that going to impact a homeowner in two, three, four, five years? Whenever that unfunded pension liability needs to be addressed. Is the state going to cut back on monies that are provided to the municipalities so they have to raise their property taxes or, you know, cut back on services so they have to raise their taxes? A lot of people are leaving the state of Connecticut for that very reason. All right. Folks, you are listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. It's about 14 minutes before the hour. And... uh, We are here every Tuesday evening on 99.9 WNRI. And um, we're here for your listening pleasure. Goal is to provide you, the consumer, with information about buying and selling a home. Okay. Uh, Buying or selling a home, it's, if not the largest financial transaction of your life, it's one of the top ones. It's stressful. It can be overwhelming. It can be confusing. Uh, that's why you have to call a realtor. You know, our motto at the Luca and Murano team is real estate made easy. And that's what we try to do. We do whatever we can to make the transaction easier for our clients. We solve problems. We market our, prop- our listings like no one else. We have the spin top sign which we're the only realtors in the state of Rhode Island that have it. We have the exclusive distributorship. And we're the only folks that can sell these signs east of the Rocky Mountains. Okay, spin top sign. Now what this is, it's a vinyl uh, signpost. So it has a traditional sign hanging, real estate sign hanging. But on top of that, there's a cylinder. And that cylinder has several photographs of the interior of the property as well as data you know mls data bedroom square footage things like that we also put information on there for, for a lender so like john dolbeck can have his picture his information and then a qr code so you can go up to this cylinder scan it into your phone and go right to the mortgage application for john dolbeck and the dolbeck team at, at um, fairway independent mortgage corporation And what's great about this cylinder that sits on top of that signpost is it has little fins on it, so it spins in the wind. And it has a solar panel on the top, so it lights up at night. So what would you rather have in front of your house announcing to the world that your house is for sale? 
a sign that shows what the inside of the house looks like to potential buyers so they don't even have to call and schedule an appointment to get in to see if they like it or not. They can look at it from the outside. They can see the price, the number of bedrooms, so they don't have to disturb you. Okay. It lights up at night. They can see it at night when they're driving by. A regular real estate sign doesn't do that. Which would you rather have in front of your house? Something that announces to the world using the latest technology that your home is for sale or a traditional real estate yard sign that has not changed much in over 100 years? Okay. The Luca and Murano team has a spin top sign. If you are a realtor and you're interested in having a spin top sign, call my partner and I, 401-232-4300. That's Don Murano and Joe Luca. But the spin top, spin top sign, for us, it's been a game changer. We just got them in. Our clients, uh, our listing clients love them. As soon as we show them, when we go on the listing appointment and we show them the spin top sign and how it looks and what it does, their eyes get big and they say, I want that in front of my house. I want that in front of my house. Okay. We're the only ones that do it. And when someone's driving by, they may not even see the house next door that's for sale that has a regular sign in front of it. But they're definitely going to see the house with the yard sign in front of it, with the spin top sign in front of it. Okay. It literally will market your property by putting it head and shoulders above the competition. Because they don't have a sign that's that tall. They don't have a sign that lights up on its own using solar power. It's a green sign. Solar power and wind power. Can't beat it. You can't beat it. All right, folks, it's about uh, 10 minutes before the hour. This is the Joe Luca Real Estate Show on WNRI 99.9 FM, 1380 AM. We're talking about preparing yourself as a buyer to buy a home 6, 10, 12 months down the road. Preparing your home as a seller to get your home ready to go on the market 6, 10, 12 months down the road. Again, prepare, prepare, prepare. It's important that you do that. Because it can save you or cost you thousands of dollars, whether you do it or not. All right? If you prepare, you can save money. If you don't, it could cost you money. Unnecessarily leaving money on the table, spending money you didn't you wouldn't need to spend on making repairs to your home. You know, we had a house, we listed it for sale, showed it <clears throat> a week ago Saturday. Was it no? Where are we? A week ago Saturday, showed it all day, and we received several offers. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, a lot of variation. And some of the offers were, you know, were higher, a little bit higher than um, the list price of the home. But the seller, because of some considerations, some health considerations that uh, developed during that weekend, decided to sell it to a cash buyer who was paying under 
the asking price, but cash closing in 14 days. You know, sometimes it's not worth holding on to get the extra money. In this particular case, this woman had real bad uh, news. She wants the house to be sold and closed before she potentially, you know, pass. She, wa- she wants to be here for the sale. She doesn't want to not be here for the sale. So she chose to forego the extra 40000 bucks so that this could be done and her children would not have to deal with the sale of the property after she passes on. Because if she, if she doesn't sell it before she dies, the kids are going to have to deal with the passing of their mother, all of the funeral arrangements, and then they're still going to have to deal with the sale of the property. Okay. And who knows what could happen at that point? You know, other things could happen. So they just decided as a family to move things along quickly. So in this case, the best scenario <clears throat> was to close, the, to consummate the transaction sooner and not later. So price was less important. Price was less important. But it's important for the realtor to know what's going on and essential for the realtor to communicate with the client, the seller, what the options are. We don't tell our clients what to do. We present them with information and let them make the decision. Okay? And that's what we did in this case. You know, so by the end, the end of next week, they will no longer own the house. They won't have any headaches. And she can just spend her final days relaxing with her family. As opposed to passing on and then her family has to deal with the aftermath. You know, this is one of those things, folks. As a realtor, you know, we deal with a lot of situations. And after the sale is completed... Pretty much every time, people are moving on to a better situation. Okay? In this case, this woman, she's selling the house. She's not going to be saddled with the repairs and all the nonsense of moving, uh, you know, dealing with other situations in her final days. And she'll be able to move on into the house that she'll be living at with her kids, which they recently bought. This is all planned ahead. Again, because they worked with realtors. So we met with them, talked to them about their options and said, listen, you are in a situation where you can buy another house and you don't have to sell the other house. So you can buy house number two, move into house number two at your pace, make the repairs needed, then put house number one on the market, sell that and move on. And that's what they did. So price in terms. Sometimes price is more important. Sometimes folks will do whatever they can to get the extra money. Other times, terms are more important. Fortunately, we had a buyer who could close quickly. Otherwise, they would have had to wait the 30 days. 45 days. And this time of year... You can have all of the best intentions to sell a home and close in 30 days, but oh, we have a snowstorm. Things get delayed. You have a, another weather event 
property gets damaged, things get delayed. So when time is an issue and you have an opportunity to sell your home more quickly <clears throat> and you have to be sensitive to time, it may be worth sacrificing some money, leaving some cash on the table so that you can sell it more quickly. All right. Price in terms. And that's what we do. A good realtor is going to add value. Now, value to two different people can be two different things. Okay. Someone needs to get out of their house right away. Someone wants to stay in it as long as possible. Someone doesn't want to make any repairs. Someone wants to make repairs. These are all of the factors that are considered when accepting or rejecting an offer. All the more reason why you should work with a full-time experienced realtor who understands the market, who's negotiated many, many, many transactions. There are certain things you can do to add value by talking more. And sometimes you can add value by saying less. Okay. You know, I was able to save a client of mine, it was a home buyer, a whole bunch of money because she was buying a bank-owned property and the bank didn't want to test the well, excuse me, the septic system. So we were able to negotiate a pretty significant price reduction because we convinced them that that was a big risk. However, we didn't tell them that we paid to have that septic system tested on our own. And we knew it was fine. Okay, so we were able to save this home buyer over $10,000. Because we know how to negotiate. We know what to ask for. And we know when we should keep our mouths shut. All right. Folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI, 99.9 FM, 1380 on the AM dial. We are here every Tuesday night, and uh, we are very fortunate. We'll be back next Tuesday. Please tune in, and I'll see you then. Thanks. WNRI, one socket.